everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Tuesday to you, and it is game day for the Vegas Golden Knights as they begin a four-game road trip tonight, starting with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Welcome back, everybody. I am your host, Danny Webster, Vegas correspondent for NHL.com, site manager for SB Nation's Knights on Ice. And before we break down tonight's game and essentially this crucial four-game road trip, uh, this is the first time you stumbled upon this podcast. Welcome. We are a daily podcast talking about the Vegas Golden Knights Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday, sometimes Sunday, depending on the situation. Obviously, you know, when you have a game like last week and it ends up being a, a two-goal lead that was blown by the Golden Knights, you kind of want to sue it over for a day and uh, kind of revert back to later on in the week to figure out how in the world uh, that game happened. So uh, sometimes we'll come back on the weekend and talk about a game as uh, maybe evidence of this weekend. We'll discuss what the heck happens in Washington. But more than likely, we are Monday through Friday talking about the Vegas Golden Knights. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. I usually have the order <laughs> the, a different way. I kind of got mixed up there. But wherever you get your podcast, we are more than likely on there. And wherever you listen to your podcast, hopefully we are on that forum as well. If you are an Apple Podcast, please feel free to leave us a review and a rating. Uh, every any uh, bit of that is good and well appreciated. Uh, it helps people find the podcast. Help helps me become a better podcaster and a better host. So any feedback, good, bad, or indifferent is always welcome. And of course, if you are on the old Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnVGK. You can follow me on Twitter at DannyWebster21, or you can send us an email if you are into that still sort of thing in uh, 2019, the year of our Lord, uh, LockedOnGoldenKnights at gmail.com. So, I, I mean, we, we're kind of coming back down to earth after yesterday's episode in which we, I just had to feel like I had, in my own way, lambasted the Golden Knights after what had happened on Saturday night against the Winnipeg Jets, having a two-goal lead in their back pocket for the second consecutive night, or for the second consecutive game, I should say. And the Golden Knights end up losing 4-3 to in overtime to Winnipeg as they now embark on a four-game road trip, which we start tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Puck drop is at 4 o'clock tonight. This really, I think that's the first time I've said that this year. It's a 4 o'clock game. Please be sure to remember that it is a 4 o'clock game. Don't, don't make the mistake that most people would do and turn it on at 5 or 5.30 and realize, oh, the game is about two-thirds of the way over. So don't do that uh, for your own benefit. Uh, but the Golden Knights are starting off a crucial four-game road trip tonight. In Columbus, and we'll talk a little bit more about how crucial that four-game road trip is. But uh, for tonight, they are taking on a Columbus Blue Jackets team that I think the majority of the hockey world expected uh, to struggle out of the gate. Obviously, when you lose two cornerstones like they did in uh, Artemi Panarin and Sergei Bobrovsky, you are definitely bound for some regression. And that is no case with these Blue Jackets who come into this game at 5-6-3, which normally would be a cause for concern. However, the Blue Jackets have actually been okay for the better part of uh, the last couple of weeks. They had won four of their last six. They had just played four consecutive overtime games. Uh, but since playing those four consecutive overtime games in which they went 2-0-2, 
the Blue Jackets have kind of struggled mightily. Uh, four straight losses for the Blue Jackets, uh, starting with a 7-4 loss at Philadelphia and then losing 4-1 to at home to Edmonton. And then a 4-3 loss to the uh, to the champion Blues in overtime, followed by a 3-0 blanking by the Calgary Flames. So the Blue Jackets are coming in struggling, and I mean, it was expected, but now we've kind of gotten to the point where they've kind of uh, hit the regression button as we see now with these four straight losses. But this team still has a lot of good young talent. Obviously, Pierre-Luc Dubois is... Uh, one of the best young centermen in the league, and he leads the team in scoring with 10 points. Then there's Cam Atkinson and Gustav Nyquist, uh, the newly acquired Gustav Nyquist with seven points. Seth Jones, potential Norris Trophy candidate. If uh, the likes of John Carlson were not existing this year, uh, he's got seven points. And uh, Sonny Milano, who you all know has one of the goals of the year, uh, has six points for the Blue Jackets as well. So the Blue Jackets lineup is looking like this based on their last game against Calgary. Uh, Dubois centering with Nyquist and Atkinson. Jenner centering with Felino and Anderson. Wenberg centering with Milano and Bjorkstrand. Nash centering with Hanekainen and Bernstrom, or as John Tortorella calls him, Heineken. Uh, defense pairings are Wierenski and Jones. Gavrikov with Savard and Harrington with Kukin. And Junis Corposalo is expected to start in net for Columbus. Now for the Vegas side of things, where as highly expected, uh, Alex Tuck will it did not make the trip to Columbus uh, after taking that hit f- uh, from Adam Lowry in the game on Saturday. Uh, Coach Gerard Gallant did not confirm if it was a concussion. He would just only specify that it was an upper body injury. But 89 after returning to the lineup for the first time in 13 games, plays two or plays one and a half, and he will not be in the lineup tonight. Now, he's not been ruled out for the rest of this road trip, which I guess can be considered good news. But I I mean, are we going to be really shocked if he doesn't play on this road trip? But it, I, I, would, I wouldn't be shocked if he, if he doesn't. But in any event, it is looking as if the Golden Knights are trying to stay away from Brandon Peary Island as much as possible because Nicholas Waugh and Nick Haig were recalled from AHL Chicago on uh, Monday, literally hours after the uh, our latest episode on Monday's episode uploaded. Uh, those two were recalled. And then after I had gone on the whole thing about Vegas needs to shake something up, well, then they go ahead and they recall the Nick Nicholas squared. I get we have Cody squared. We might as well have Nicholas squared. I feel uh, so based on how line rushes were looking like uh, uh, yesterday afternoon, and based on the fact that we are recording this at three fifty one a.m. and everybody's probably still asleep in Columbus and they probably haven't even considered a morning skate yet. I would presume it would look like this. Uh, Carlson line centering with Marshall Stone Smith. Stasny line with Stone and Pacioretty. I would presume Eakin with Glass. And I'm going to say Tomas Nosek to pave the way for Nicholas Waugh to return to the lineup with Carrier and Reeves uh, as the fourth line. Now, as for the defense pairings, after I had mentioned that they should shake something up, I don't know what this particularly means that Nick Haig will be sliding into the lineup in place of either Nick Holden or uh, Derek Englund. But I'm going to go on a limb and say that that is not going to be the case. I would really be 
healthily shocked if that were the case. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, the defense pairings that we've seen the last couple of games are going to say the same. So that'd be McNabb, Schmidt, Merrill, Theodore, and we'll God willing Holden in England. Uh, so that is looking like the uh, the uh, the lineups for the Golden Knights, and I almost forgot. There is this guy who wears number 29 uh, who is back in the lineup as well, and that would be Marc-Andre Fleury. I would pre- I would expect him uh, to get the start in net tonight against Columbus. Uh, yeah, after sitting out Saturday with the flu, he's gotten, what, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days rest, basically. Inclu- I guess you want to count practice, so four days rest. I think uh, I think 29 is ready to go, and I think he will be back in net to kind of hopefully get the Golden Knights back on track as they start this four-game road trip, uh, which we will indeed talk about again uh, coming up in a little bit. But at least you know that at uh, four o'clock tonight, when the game starts, it's it's going to be time to plan some some food, and you might want to use DoorDash if that's going to help you. Uh, treat yourself to the meal that you deserve, and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get five dollars off of their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the DoorDash app and and enter the promo code Locked On. So I touched on this a little bit. Uh, throughout my co- incoherent rambling on Monday uh, about the Golden Knights and how they should really be in a better position than they are right now. But as it stands, the Golden Knights are 8-5-2. and two. They come into this game tonight at Columbus, having lost, technically speaking, uh, three of their last four and four of their last six. Now, obviously, again, the whole parameters of overtime losses and uh, shootout losses really should count as it is a loss. So technically speaking, I don't usually like to count point streaks unless it's an absurd number. So unless the Golden Knights have like 15 points and are like, what what would they be? 7-0-1, I guess, for an eight game. I, again, I, don't, I didn't go to school for math. Let's just put it that way. Um, but the Golden Knights enter having lost four of their last six, and the two overtime losses do not help their cause there. But this is a very crucial four-game road trip coming up for the Golden Knights starting tonight at Columbus. Then they will uh, hit the road for uh, Toronto. Uh, what is today? Tuesday, so that would be Thursday. They will be in Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs. They have never won in Toronto to this point. Um, so that's going to be a very interesting game and perhaps another litmus test for the Golden Knights as they go up against the likes of Austin Matthews, John Tavares, and Morgan Riley, and all of those guys. And then Saturday, we do have the 2017 Cup Final rematch against the Washington Capitals. Again, the Capitals are, are the Capitals are the Capitals. They are a very good team, obviously with Ovechkin and now with John Carlson, seemingly ready to run away with the Norris Trophy one month in because he is on he is on pace for about 325 points, which you know what at this point it doesn't seem that far off that he's going to get those 325 points. So that is another big game, and then the Vegas on a on the second game of a back to back will be at Detroit to take on the Young Red Wings to close out this road trip. Now, the good news is, for the Golden Knights, after that road trip, they have five of their next six, or they have five of their next six at home. 
normally that would be good unless you were four, three, and two at home this year. And technically you've lost five of nine at home. Technically that would be a good thing if that were not the case to this point. But this is really the first big road trip road test for the Golden Knights uh, to this point. And obviously when it comes to teams in the Eastern Conference, Vegas doesn't seem to fare well on those types of road trips, and they usually never have for the better part of their existence. But Columbus, as we mentioned earlier, they got off to a pretty okay start in the uh, new era without Bobrovsky and Panarin, and now that they've dropped four in a row, this is a good opportunity for Vegas to get back in its winning ways. They're facing a team that's struggling a team that hasn't won in a while. They've gotten a couple points out of those four losses, having gone into overtime, or at least one of those games has gone into overtime. But at the same time, you know for right now, the Golden Knights are a better team than the Columbus Blue Jackets. Not, and it's not by you know hook or crook. It's basically just the fact that you lost your two cornerstones. You knew that regression was coming, and Vegas is in position to go into Columbus and win this game tonight. Now, if they don't, holy crap, what the hell is going on? That would be my first thought, but I do expect the Golden Knights to win tonight. I think it would be kind of ridiculous to look at this game and not see the Golden Knights win this game. They should, as they should have won the last two. That That's why it's crazy to think of where this team is at right now because they could be so much better and you know that they could be so much better because they can go into most teams arenas and get a win on the road and so far i mean let's let's uh let's play devil's advocate here the golden knights are much better on the road this year so they should win most road games um but you know what columbus is struggling and you you'd like to think vegas would come out with a win tonight i i think that's a fair assumption to say Um, And you do need to at least build that confidence after you lost the confidence in those two games against Montreal and Winnipeg. You need to kind of build that up. And the one way to do it is to start off a a winning start on this uh, on this road trip. Now, the Toronto game. That's going to be a little bit of a different story. Um, Toronto is loaded. I, I mean, they are extremely loaded especially at the top. I would be very shocked if Vegas did not win that game. Or actually, I'd be very shocked if Vegas did win that game, I should say. They just, for some reason, Toronto, with the exception of maybe one time in Vegas, Toronto has their number. I think Toronto's only lost one time, and that was uh, New Year's Eve in year one when Carlson had the hat trick. Um, Toronto plays well against Vegas. They, they have the speed to combat them. They have the, uh, they have the scoring ability They're I mean, it all, also it all depends if John Tavares will be ready to go, uh, dealing with that broken finger. Um, but even without Tavares, they're still loaded and it would be tough for me to look at Vegas currently constructing and say, could they really knock off Toronto right now? I'm not sure if they would be able to. So, I mean, that if you can at least get a split in those first two games, if you can get a point against Toronto, I think you'd be okay. It, you, it's different if you can get a point on the road than it is to get it home. If you can get a point on the road, I think you'd feel a little bit better about yourself. Washington, 
I, I don't know. I, I, Vegas does not play well at Capital One Arena as evidence of last year and as evidence of uh, of uh, the year prior. Well, the yeah, the year prior. Well, the year prior was the Stanley Cup final, and they got they got their asses handed to them in two games at Capital One Arena. So I guess we can't really can't really say much about that. But the Capitals are on a roll. Uh, to to say the very least, they're eleven two and three. They are first in the Metro, and they've won four in a row and eight of their last nine. Yeah, they're pretty good. They they are extremely extremely good, and that's no surprise to anybody. But it's just my God when you see John Carlson with twenty three points, he's running away with the freaking Norris already. And then Ovechkin with 19, Verona with 14. I think Verona had a hat trick the other day. And then Oshie, Wilson, Backstrom, Eller, Kuznetsov, Kempney. I, I mean, these guys are just loaded and they're deep. It's ridiculous how absurd they are in terms of their depth. I would be ridiculously shocked if Vegas won that game. So I'm not really going to chalk it up to it. I will say that Washington may win it by at least two goals. And there you're one, one, and one on the actually no, I'll give I'll just say they'll go one and two to start. I'm not even going to count overtime losses or whatnot because who why are we even you know counting points in that regard? It, it would be a crapshoot to do so. And then the Red Wings on the second game of a back-to-back. It might be a night where Subban goes in. Um, Detroit is a very interesting team. And, I, and I've, I'm pretty high on Detroit, unlike most. And I know they're 4-10-1, which is kind of ridiculous. But they've got a lot of really good young talent that you really cannot sleep on. And, I mean, obviously, Anthony Mantha... And Bertuzzi and Larkin are, you know, their top three scorers. You know, goaltending is obviously not where you'd like it to be. But, I mean, if they can string together three or four goals, they're going to make life difficult uh, on their on their uh, opposition. So, it, I think Vegas can at least get a split. I think two and two is expected. I, I guess we can use that word. Two and two would be expected on this road trip. Now let's let's put this into perspective. Let's say if they don't, let's say if Vegas completely craps the bed and goes 0 and 4 on this road trip. Then I'm pretty sure we can start sounding the alarms. Because that this would be an un unparalleled disaster. If the Golden Knights somehow lost every single game on this road trip, and if they came back home against Chicago having lost six in a row, or at least five of their last six, I think that there's then there's really got to be some shaking up to do. Now, I don't think that's going to be to the full extent. Uh, as I had illustrated on Monday, I don't think we're going to see a lot of shaking up uh, tonight. Obviously, I, I would like to think Wall would be back in the lineup. And I do think that uh, Nosek will go up to the third line, and I think uh, that might be what it is. And, and if Tuck does come back for the Toronto game, I think that's a huge bonus. But I think at the same time, no matter who's in the lineup, you cannot lose more than two games here. If you're able to get, what, five out of eight points, I think if we're going to use points as a barometer, if you can get five out of eight points on this trip, I think it's a success. 
I, I think I think anything less I, four is where the cutoff line is. If you can get five, I think that's a somewhat of a mild success. If you get four, it's expected. If you do any less than four, then we need to have a come to Jesus meeting with the Golden Knights because this this isn't looking good. It would not be a it would not be a good look if we came back next Monday and said, "Hey, how's everybody doing? Hope you're having a good week." Well, the Golden Knights are now in the crapper. Uh, what do we do to fix them? Oh, I I can only say so much as to how to fix the short term solution, um, but. You know what? If anybody else has another idea, that's why you tweet at us. That's why you give us the suggestions as to what in the world Vegas can do in the meantime to kind of shake things up and get things better back on the back on the uh, on the right track. That's just uh, just the thought. It's just a thought. Uh, so again, puck drop tonight at four o'clock, and actually the next three games are going to be all four o'clock. I believe the Detroit game is a two o'clock puck drop. That that's gonna throw me off. By the way, if anybody's gonna be watching football, <laughs> uh, set your set your plans accordingly. If you have a football team that you watch on Sundays, and uh, the Golden Knights do happen to play at two o'clock, maybe, maybe it's the afternoon game and the Raiders are playing, and no one really cares about the Raiders here. So, I mean, I mean, don't don't tell anybody about that. It's it's not like that. Everybody wanted the Raiders to come here or anything. It, everybody's so excited that the Raiders are coming to Las Vegas. Oh my God. It's the most amazing thing. God help me. Uh, but in any event, uh, four o'clock puck drop tonight, uh, against Columbus. Again, I, I would expect a, uh, I would expect a very fast-paced game. I mean, Columbus is Columbus is dangerously good when it comes to the scoring. Obviously, I mentioned the top guys, Dubois, Atkinson. Um, they are very much capable of taking over a game. And if the Golden Knights fall behind even a little bit, it might be difficult, especially since you don't know what kind of goaltender Corpusalo is going to be on any given night. He, he can be... One of the, at you know, you show at times he's probably one of the best backup netminders from last year, and he shows the 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 flashes of what makes him considered a future goaltender in this league. And then there are times where he gives up like five six goals, and you're like, oh, okay, well, never mind then. So I would expect the Golden Knights to win this game. I'm gonna say four two final. I, th- I think that's fair. I th- I don't see the Golden Knights. Uh, I d- I don't see the Golden Knights, you know, fully putting on a defensive clinic, but I do expect them to get the win and to kind of right the ship. And that's what I think Vegas just needs to do. No matter how you do it, just get a victory and right the ship. That's all you need to do. That should be all you're focusing on. Is get a win. Put those last two games in the rearview mirror and move on because you got to do it somewhere, and this would be the perfect game to start. So, Golden Knights, Columbus tonight at four o'clock. Uh, people will just be probably still at work by the time that game starts. That's why I'm kind of I'm thrown off with three consecutive four o'clock starts. It, it's kind of throwing me off. That that Detroit game at two o'clock. Oh my god, that's gonna that's gonna be really really weird. Uh, but that's going to do it for us, everybody. Uh, you know, a bit of a shorter episode, but we will be back tomorrow to break down how this game went uh, and whether we kind of see cracks in the sky, whether it is starting to fall 
or the Golden Knights have rebounded in a most crucial way to get a, uh, a meaningful two points against a Columbus team that is not really feeling itself right now. So we'll be back tomorrow to talk about that game, and we'll go ahead and probably preview the Toronto game because it's all in every other day succession at this point. So we'll be back tomorrow, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Once again, uh, if you uh, have any feedback on the show, feel free to leave it in a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can tweet at LockedOnVGK. You can tweet at DannyWebster21. Uh, you can email LockedOnGoldenKnights at gmail.com. Whatever tickles your fancy, I am pretty sure I will see the replies and will be more than happy to get back to you. So thank you guys for listening. I am Danny Webster. This has been Locked on Golden Knights, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a good Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>